Welcome to Words of Eternal Life with Pastor Elvis Ajaman. Pastor Elvis Ajaman is an anointed teacher of the Word of God with accompanying signs. He also operates in a unique prophetic and healing grace that has helped liberate many in the kingdom. He's an author of several books and the head pastor of Grace Mountain Ministry. Now, you are listening to Words of Eternal Life broadcast. Be blessed. The first time Jacob had an encounter with God was when he was moving to Laban's house and he got to a place called Bethel and as usual he did what he has to do and he slept up. Then suddenly the Lord opened his eyes and he saw that it was a junction that heaven missed the earth. He saw that this was a ladder and on top of it stood the son of man. And angels ascended and descended. And the man watched in his dream. And when he woke up, he said one thing. He said, this shall be the house of God. That means that this is the place where God meets men. But he said, so God was here. And I did not know. So after 20 years, when the man was coming back, he met God again. And this time, he knew how to deal with the God. The Bible says that for a man has fought with God and has prevailed. This man said, the first time 20 years ago, I met you and I was gentle. I didn't even know you were around. But now, he fought God until his waist joint broke down. He still said, you've got to bless me. There are some of you coming encounter with God, face to face with God. You play gentle and go back home and cry. The place to cry is not on your pillow. The place to cry is on the altar of God. And most of us, we are not learning so well from Jacob. 20 years back, he encountered God and left the same. But after 20 years, he knew how to deal with God. God lose gentle, but you wrestle to get what you have to get. That scenario taught us a huge lesson. That the God we serve, sometimes... He will give you a promise, but you have to fight through 25 years to get the promise fulfilled. That is the God we are seven. He tells you that all oh, the moon, the stars, and the sun will bow. But it will take you 17 years going through challenges, fighting battles. You fight him until you get a blessing. To let us forget about all the theories around. Not until men are expectant. Not until men are deliberate about their battles with God. I'm not talking about battles with men. I'm not talking about battles with demons. I'm talking about battles with God. Where we stand in his presence and challenge the status quo until something drops on us. How long will you come to church and live the same? How long will you point to a church and say, this is my church? That same church that people are getting testimonies in. That same church you have been in it for so long and nothing is happening to you and you are happy. You are going and coming excited. All you do is to dress up and come. Where is your testimony? If God is the God of 2021, where is your testimony? If the God of we serve or the God of 2020, what testimony? It doesn't come by missing his presence. The advantages you have with God is in his presence. Don't go back and cry on the shoulder of a man when you have encountered God. You don't go back and plead and beg men when you have encountered God. Or do you think? That our gatherings are just mere gatherings. When God will say that where two or three have gathered in my name, there I am. You are looking for God. Find where two people have gathered in his name. 
when you locate such a place cry all your tears there when you locate such a place shout all your sounds make all your complaints when you locate such a place he said that if you want to find me you will find me where two or three have gathered in my name and sometimes when we gather in our hundreds and you are there behaving as though God will come another time he's here now if there is anything to say you say it to him now if there is any wrestling you do it now if there is any pouring of your heart you do it now he's a God of yesterday today and forever he does not change that is the God we serve lift up that holy hands you think he has special days no we have special days you think he has special days? No. Sunday is not a special day. His special day is not on Friday. Every day is a special day. And when man understands his presence, and we enter into his court with praise, and into his gates with thanksgiving, and we know that his gate is not in heaven, his gate is his heart. The people that have the keys to God's heart are those who know how to work. That gate and that courtroom it's only a representation of an atmosphere where people dwell. But the reality is God's heart. And those that know how to worship know how to open his heart. I don't care what people are doing. I have gotten to where I am because I knew these things. I kept practicing it. When people were careless about God's presence, I made it my home. When people came to church and they were too annoyed with others that they couldn't see God was around. I knew how to locate him. I set my own protocols around God. I set my own protocol. And I started to walk in those protocols. There are some of you, you come to church and you enjoy doing other things. You are the matter of the church. When worship is going on, you are busy sweeping. You don't understand the system. So the testimony of your life will still be the same after two years. And you begin to resort in looking for a hot pastor and a deep, a deep pastor. The God is one God. It's still one God. And when someone who has the protocols in changing God's mind, it doesn't matter which church you find yourself, you have a testimony. I'm telling you, if you understand, if you understand how to move his heart, wave that hands to Jesus. From the rising of the sun right until he's going down I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. At a point in my life, I realized that God has special rewards for those who are deliberate in His presence. I told myself, How did I miss this? I realized that anytime everybody is doing the norm and I deliberately go further, when everybody is standing careless, but I go with Him with all deliberateness. And I do what others are not doing. I saw that God has a reward. They call it hypocrisy. They call it pretense. They call it showmanship. But God calls it honor. So when you look at what others are we say, won't one our problem. Won't one our shishinsra. Won't one our best in Sakao. Hey, I don't know about you. But this life will not forgive me if I don't succeed. My generation will not forgive me after all these tongues and after all this exposure. He said, In the end time, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. After all this knowledge, if I don't succeed, 
my generation will not forgive me what will I tell my children after everything, after all these DVDs, after YouTube, after Facebook, after all the media, after all the preachings? Did you know what it takes in those days to get one Kenetagan CD? Did you know what it takes to get a Rehad Bonky CD? I remember around 1994, I had an opportunity to watch Rehad Bonky. I'll never forget. It was not in my house. It was, it was very far. And I couldn't get up to even 15 minutes to watch. I couldn't. The effort that human beings had to make to encounter grace. The effort. How would you explain to your children if you don't succeed? After all that has been delivered to you. After all these worship songs. I wonder how some few years ago the songs they worship with. Because there was no Sinat. There was no Nathaniel Bassi. How did they manage to worship? There was no Jometer. To give us rhythms that shift your spirit. There was nothing like, I'll put you in front. There was no one bringing lyrics that shift your spirit. Yet they managed. With yet that was your yeah, you are yeah. They were worshipping until God came down. How do we explain this to our generation? How? That after everything that has been delivered to us, we are still the same. If the lines of John Wesley didn't have encyclopedia, they didn't have commentaries in the Bible, they didn't have anything. All they had, they didn't have a tablet, they didn't have a search engine. Today you play a search engine, every scripture you need comes. They didn't have, how did they manage to preach Genesis to Revelation? How do we explain this? And these people with such, such depravity still encountered God. Today we still talk of their testimonies. We still talk of their testimonies. We still share their encounters. Their encounters is our faith. What is wrong with us? John Wesley didn't have a car. He was riding on a horse. On a horse. But he would preach in eight different places in a day. You have a car. You, you are still late for church. How do we explain this? And you think God will come the way he came in their time. Those times they didn't have instruments. They didn't have. They didn't have yet they wrote songs that today we still sing they wrote songs we sing what is wrong with us who bewitched us that today we come to church and the beauty of coming to church is just like that we just come and the moment we close we talk we talk and we leave where is the god where is that god that they encountered and their lives were changed forever where is that god is it not the same God that interpreted Mene Mene Tekel to Daniel? Is it not that say, where is that God? In the middle of the sea, Apostle Paul will rise up and say, the lost angel visited me and told me. In the middle of the sea, God was visiting people. We are in air-conditioned rooms, he's not coming. What is wrong with us? Because we have chosen not to meet him. We have dishonored him. We don't love him anymore. We don't care for him anymore. He is not our focus anymore. He is not. We have only enjoyed coming to church and calling ourselves names. My pastor is Apostle this. My pastor is Reverend this. That is all. And yet we can't have the testimonies of old. What a sad generation. We go to Google, get some information and run back. What a joke. We don't even know how to worship. We don't even know how to praise him. We don't have a message. We don't have an encounter. There is nothing like that. 
There is nothing. We have the things of God and we have God. We have been manipulated with the things of God for so long. There are deeper realms and that is him. There are people saying, if this is true, then, then God should show himself to me. I want to see God. No, he won't come. The people he shows himself to were different from us. He won't come. And if I see an encounter, if I see an angel, then I will know. You know, he won't come. Angels don't appear to people like us. No. Bitter people like us. Unexpected people like us. Whereas we are coming to church and what we wear is more important to us than the God we are coming to meet. Angels don't appear to search people. <laughs> search through your Bible. Daniel was in fasting. Without food, without water, then an angel appeared. God don't just appear. This church knows how and we know what we are looking for with God. We know, we want to seize the, the magnificence of him. But let's ask ourselves, who are we? The people that saw the miracles we want to see today, let's compare ourselves to them. Today I was reading some of the prayer quotes of Moody, D.L. Moody, and I was shaking. You read books of Toza, you shake. You shake. These were also Christian. At a point in time, Catherine Coleman didn't know the number of days she was fasting. At a point in time. Captain Coleman didn't know the number of days you fast. You want to be a woman, your, your name will last beyond. I said, I was telling some people, there are people who die. There are people who die, but they lose their names before they die. Their names die before they die. And there are some people who die, but their names refuse to die. You want to be a person whom your name and your works will live beyond you. It's not this kind of life. You come to church and you don't even know who you have come before. It doesn't work like that. People of God, stop being deceived. It doesn't work like that. You want to have an encounter. It doesn't come with just one a man declaring to you, angels will come. No. How positioned are you? What is your heartbeat? What is your heart calling for? What is your heart calling? So we lift up worship songs and you don't even know how to worship him. And yet you are expecting him. I read about people and I'm like, what is this? William Samuel entered Los Angeles, Azusa Street. Ordered a prayer. Lord, let there be a revival. For weeks, people will come to church praying for revival. You can't try that in Ghana. You have to lead them to pray for things and not God. Don't try that in Ghana. Your church will be empty. Because people are not looking for God. They are looking for the things of God. But the things of God has killed many people. The things of God has taken people to hell. The things of God has crushed many people. It is God that takes you to the end. It is God. Do you know Judas was part of those who were given anointing to go and cast out devils and raise the dead? He cast out devils and raised the dead. Yet ended up committing suicide. The things of God are beautiful. Men will clap for you, but it won't take you far. It is God that takes you far. So sometimes he will try to test our heart with things. He will give us financial breakthroughs. Give us peace a little. Give us joy a little. To see whether we will run after those things. Or we will leave those things and come after him. Have you not read that seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. Seek God and other things will be added. He is expecting that the first for you to have about him is him. And then other things for you. But this is the kind of church we have today. People come to church and they're expecting other things. And yet they don't see the track record that the people that go for God get many things. They don't even pray for the things we pray for. 
How can a man enter a city? And all he led the city to do was to pray for a revival. Lord, send a revival. Suddenly, fire broke out. What are we looking for as a church? Can't we see that is why God is not coming? How many calls do we get a day? And all those calls is talking about problems. Can't we see this God is not coming? Why are we saying we are serving him yet our problems are multiplying? Can't we see we are getting something wrong? We see. But who is, who is there to say the truth? Who is there to come out? Who is there? And even if we preach the truth, who will accept it? Unto whom is the arm of the Lord revealed to? Who will accept it? There is something wrong with the Ghanaian church. If we don't come back, and some of you must give the leaders pressure that teach us the way. Teach us the way. Enough with this deception. Teach us the way. And then the leaders will come back and tell you that the way is Jesus. He will come back and tell you. Prayer meetings are not complete until we call out God, pour yourself into us. Prayer meeting is not complete. There is a way the presence of God can fall on you. Favors will just come. Every human being that sees you will like you. If you don't have God and you have the things of God, you will suffer. You will suffer. You will suffer. Are you not tired? Some of you are weak. We are weak. We come to church because if we don't come, somebody will call us. That's why we come. But the fire and the zeal to pursue God is not there. It's no more there. We are weak. There is no revival on the land. Cut off pastors. Listen, there are many. Oh, discover her. There are pastors. Let some pastors go for one year without anybody sowing a seed to them. They'll put their microphone down. So all of us, together with yourself, you too, you are in church because you want a miracle. So the pastor is here because of your money. You are also here because of his anointing. That is why we are here. And we have left the God of the church aside. That is why he's not coming. He won't come until you begin to seek him and not until I begin to seek him. He won't come. We will keep entertaining ourselves. We'll be clowns entertaining ourselves till Jesus comes back. There are some people, eh, if, if, thank God for our instrumentalists, but there are some instrumentalists, if you don't give them money, they won't play. So the reason why we are serving God, there are some singers, if you don't give them money, they won't sing. What a joke. What jokers we find ourselves in church. So if we come for prayer meeting, people of God, put your desire and your prayer request aside. Something is bleeding in the heart of God. God's heart is bleeding. Let's solve it. When we solve it, you realize that your miracle that will not take 24 hours. It won't take 24 hours. Let's solve that bleeding in God's heart. Your miracle won't take 24 hours. I'm telling you. Can you imagine that we all run to Friday service and our desire is that today we are praying for a revival at Asamankese. Let there be a revival. And that is why we are coming and we gather praying that God send the fire. How can we move the hand of God? I am a person who is real. If things are not well, I see. Things are not well. Let's mention it. It's not well. You are discouraged. I'm discouraged. There are many people who are on the pulpit preaching today saying they are doing the work of God. It's the motivation the church is giving them. If, and if your worship leader is motivated by money and your instrumentalists are motivated by money and the backers are motivated by money, do you think the worship going on God, it will attract God? It's a joke. If that pastor is motivated by money and you yourself, you are motivated by a miracle, do you think that service, he will show up? The way we pray. John Wesley didn't pray like that. 
No, Billy Graham didn't pray like that. That our prayer, kaya, paya, they didn't pray like that. Yet God came. God came. They saw him. They had an encounter with him. We, we have not read the account of Paul. The Bible says that when he went to Asia and was departing, the Bible said, and he went aside and knelt down and prayed. Gentle. But yet, that prayer was so loud in the spirit. But we, we, call, we, we prayed the loudest in the physical. But our voice is muted in the spirit. Our voices are muted in the spirit. We don't even know what you are looking for again. We don't know. We don't know. You want to break out of addiction. God is the only solution. You want poverty destroyed. God is the only solution. You want to break the yoke of disappointment. The reason why human beings sees you and pass is because there is nothing about God reflecting. Can somebody see God and pass? It doesn't work. But we don't know the key. We don't have the key. We don't. Oh, I will sing of the mercy of the Lord. This God we serve works with certain principles. If you are lucky and you get hold of a key, you can open a door or lock yourself up forever. God will not work through another means apart from the principles he has laid down. You may decide not to mind. You don't care. You think that you can do this. Mark, just check your life five years ago that you started playing this coldness with God. What has come of, of you? Stop motivating yourself. Next five years will be the same. If you don't stand to change the way you walk with God, five years time, I promise you will still be the same. I'm telling you. If you don't lay hold of a truth and decide to practice, to change and to walk by it. The reason why you are coming to church and you are even tired of coming is because you are not getting something. Listen, no breakthrough can satisfy you in this life. 2020's breakthrough, eh, by today you are fed up with it. So this Christian work is not based on miracles, it's based on God. Based on God. Our satisfaction is with his presence. Until we lay hold of him, we will be wary in our work with him. Until we lay hold on who he is. Joy and peace comes from only him. Joy. It doesn't come from breakthrough. Our currency, everything is him. Did I not tell you something about Samson? That God intentionally told Samson that your strength is in your hair. And Samson thought that his strength is in his hair. Until his hair was cut off and he prayed that God, give me one more strength to avenge my enemies. And God released it. That means the true strength to destroy his enemies was reserved in heaven. That in the hair was only a camouflage. <laughs> the man spent 20 years. He couldn't kill his enemies. He couldn't finish the Philistines. But he prayed one prayer. The only time the Bible says Samson prayed. He prayed once, according to the records of heaven. He prayed once and said, Lord, if you give me now, I don't have my hair. If you would give me one more strength. God said, this is what I want. Sometimes I give you the hair just to test your heart. Whether your heart will go after the hair or still come after me. You may have hair, but still go for God. So go for God. I'm telling you. You think I can't, you, you think I can't stop everything I'm doing and start prophesying? I have the gift. It's there. I won't lie to you. Was it last, last, I prophesied to someone here. 
and the following day around 2 p.m it manifested life he sent he sent a scripture i have the gift people of god is there that prophetic grace is there but there's something more there's something more so sometimes when i'm talking like this don't think that i don't have the grace what what healing have we not seen in this church what healing have we not seen in this church is there but there is something more I have seen people who write, who wrote on gifts until they ended up in hell. I've seen people who proud themselves in their hair until they ended up in hell. There is only one assurance. That is after you have the hair, go for the God of the heaven. Go for the God. How I wish I can have a people who will leave church tonight and Lord, they go back praying for his Lord. I need you. Who even sang that song? I need thee every hour. Most gracious soul. No tender voice like thine. I need thee. I need Sang 16 something. <laughs> what will make a human being write such a song? What will make a human? No, their hearts were different from ours. Such a song was coming from a depth of intimacy. Lord, I genuinely need you. And the person pens it down. God, this is what I, I need you. We have an uncle that keeps the soul condition of their heart. Fast into the road which is in the This is my story. They didn't have even drums. This is my song. Praise my say look at the condition of their heart this song oh what a friend we have in Jesus nobody will write that song oh, he had a friend God became a friend nobody will sit down one day and write that song just like that God was a friend he had a relationship with him that became the product I pray for somebody Lord may we long for you may we long for you we are tired we are tired our hearts are calling, our souls are calling. 
We are calling for you, Lord. We are calling. We want to see in this 21st century, Lord, give us the testimonies of the 15th century. Give it to us. We want that encounter, Lord. You were watching us do church all this while, but now we say that we are tired. Take us again. Build us one more time. Lead us one more time. We are going to see some things we have never seen because God will be with us. The kind of miracles that are about to happen in our days will be ahead of because some people are going for God. And when God arrives, things that have never been seen, things that have never been heard. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The filthy waters are gassing out. And God is stirring up fresh waters. 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 Somebody, I declare, God is stirring up fresh waters. Precious one, God bless you for joining this powerful broadcast. I believe that God has really spoken to you. The Bible says in Luke chapter 8, when Jesus was speaking of the parable of the good seed, he said, no one will light a candle and put it under a vessel or under a bed. He said that he will set it on a candlestick and anyone that enters in might see light. And he said, when the person sees the light, nothing will no more be a secret. And he said, everything will be made manifest. I know that as you heard the word of God, you have seen light and the secret of your life has been revealed and if you know that something about you has been revealed in the word of God the light of it has come and you really want to change you really want to have a transformed life and you want to give your life to Jesus you say Lord Jesus I thank you for saving me I thank you Jesus for dying for me today I believe that your blood was shed for the remission of my sins and I accept this work of salvation I pray that you will make me your own and from today cleanse me from all unrighteousness and give me your spirit to walk in the newness of life. I thank you for this great sacrifice and I forever will submit to your lordship. Thank you for dying for me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you said this powerful prayer with me, I want you to know that from today you are born again. Your sins are forgiven. And if you want to be disciple and to grow in the knowledge of God's word, I will recommend that you join Grace Mountain Ministry. God richly bless you. Let's meet tomorrow for another powerful session. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Psalm 68 verse 11. Help us publish the word of God on TV and radio. Be a partner today by sending your partnership offerings to mobile number 0552 with account name Grace Mountain Ministry. Or you can use the short code star 800 star 500 hash from all networks or Visa cards, Master cards and other card transfers should use the login aem.mychatpay.com and make payment. Thank you for listening to Words of Eternal Life broadcast. I believe you were richly blessed. 
To reach out to us, kindly contact 0548-695731 or 0552-504085. Or follow Pastor Ajuman Elvis on both Facebook and YouTube. You can also locate us at Achimota of Angkor Seven Days Junction and gladly join in our three powerful Sunday services starting at 7.30 a.m., 9.30 a.m. and 5 o'clock p.m. Or join our Miracle Encounter Service every Friday starting at exactly 5.30 p.m. God bless you.